Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Yes, we the people. This is where we meet each and every episode. Uh, full episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Today, the Casey commentary battle of the border. As two presidents, one illegitimate, one legitimate, go down to the southern border. Well, at least President Trump did. Uh, Joe Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, five hours away from the busiest or one of the busiest uh, border crossing uh, places in the country at Eagle Pass, Texas. Joe Biden went down to Brownsville. We'll tell you why coming up in just a second. Uh, but again, this is the Casey commentary and we, the people we we, the natives, uh, we are supposed to give consent, uh, to be governed to those that are sent to Washington to represent us are not happy. I don't know if you saw the throngs, the thousands of people that showed up at the vigil for Lake and hope Riley, uh, the Georgia nursing student allegedly murdered by a Venezuelan illegal alien. Uh, that is, of course, uh, rallying uh, most of Georgia. Uh, and we're seeing consequences of that. We've seen all sorts of other stories across the nation from sea to shining sea across the fruited plain. Illegal aliens that have killed, maimed, raped uh, through either gangbanger activity or they're mentally ill. By the way, I did see uh, the crime in Venezuela is at an all-time low. I guess so. Uh, the vast majority of their uh, criminals and their gangbangers and their uh, mentally uh, ill individuals have now made it into the United States. Uh, they are exporting uh, their unwanted uh, here to the United States. And this is why we need a president who gets, who understands it, who knows the threat. And President Trump was the first to announce just a couple of weeks ago he was going to visit our southern border. Uh, this past thursday on leap day and then after that joe biden says well me too and so it's an election year joe biden has completely ignored the southern border for the last three and a half years wiping out all of the trump executive orders immigration policies like remain in mexico like uh you know again uh, the not catch and release but uh, detain and deport and, of course, uh, threatening uh, Mexico with high tariffs to the point that Mexico uh, enlisted some 20,000 of their troops to make sure people weren't coming over their southern border into, into Mexico to eventually get in the United States. So, you know, the numbers are varying. Uh, and again, remember, Donald Trump inherited the immigration problem, promised to build the wall. He was fought tooth and nail every step of the way, every mile. He did manage to get 571 um, miles of the wall built miraculously after being fought by not only the Democrats, but the Uniparty. Some in the Republican Party as well didn't want to put a wall up. Now most Americans want the wall. Latest Gallup poll saying 53% of Americans say the wall must be finished, the wall must be built. We must have a nation of borders. It is affecting our sovereignty, our freedoms, and our very rights. Uh, they're being eroded each and every day. Look at our First Amendment. They're putting journalists in jail. They're seizing their uh, reporting materials. Uh, CBS's Catherine Herridge and, of course, Steve Baker, who covered the uh, J6 uh, events uh, and obviously was uh, putting out an, uh, an opposing narrative than what the government wants. This is fascism. This is tyranny. We're watching it on display. That's why I think the election was won on Thursday by Donald Trump. When you look at the visuals, you're looking at a frail, feeble, 
stiff-gated Joe Biden uh, walking along in Brownsville, which was five hours uh, from uh, the most um, uh, one of the busiest border crossings in Texas. Uh, yeah, he was closer to the Gulf of Mexico than he was the actual border. Uh, so he went to Brownsville, Texas. Why? Well, there's a lot of scuttlebutt that he may be looking at his retirement funds, the LNG exports uh, in uh, that part of the state. In any event, it was uh, did not go well uh, for for Joe Biden. And then you see the side by side memes on all over social media of a, a a guy that could barely able to function, barely able to walk. Then you see Donald Trump showing up in full health and. Uh, waving, uh, telling the cameras, I'm going to end this, and waving to the illegals on the other side of, of the border on the Rio Grande, uh, basically like saying, okay, uh, your your days are numbered. And then uh, pumping uh, handshakes with the Border Patrol, the Border Patrol Union supporting him, Texas Governor Greg Abbott there. Uh, the people that are serious about protecting our borders uh, were uh, in great number supporting that. So, so the just the difference, the vast difference between those two, uh, you know, the videos or visual medium or uh, or photo opportunities, whatever, whatever you want to call it, Donald Trump clearly won the day. And since that is the number one issue besides the economy, which is bubbling right under number two, I think Donald Trump won the election Thursday. And I think the latest poll out, I just saw he's up by five points over Joe Biden. And again, polls, we got 249 days to go, folks, until the election. Uh, Super Tuesday is, uh, of course, today is Saturday, March the 2nd. And we have uh, uh, five or six states, I think, have uh, primaries today. But Super Tuesday is coming on Tuesday. That is when Nikki Haley is going to get knocked out. And she can go uh, licking her wounds back to South Carolina uh, or whatever it is. is she, um, you know, she, she'll be done. She'll be toast. So, again, I think that's how important this border issue is, the immigration uh, issue uh, is. And then when uh, when Joe Biden gets down on U.S. soil in, uh, in Brownsville, what does he do? He, he immediately starts talking about climate change, saying his Neanderthal friends that don't uh, admit there's climate change, yes, more um, insults to the American people. They're now calling illegal aliens newcomers. Uh, that from the White House website in the last couple of days. Yeah, they're newcomers. It reminds me of former mayor, um, uh, governor of uh, Maryland, Martin O'Malley, who called them new Americans. They have no right to be new Americans or newcomers if they did not come in legally. And that is the difference. You are violating the laws of the United States. You're breaking into our country. And uh, they're being aided and abetted by the Uniparty, by Biden. And by many others. And we'll tell you what that means here in just a second. So Biden talks about Neanderthals and climate change. And uh, and Trump is there talking about the real issue, the invasion. The Joe Biden invasion is what he called it. And he branded it just the right way. So I think that is a key moment in this election cycle market on leap day of all days. Uh, on Thursday, I think uh, that'll be the pivotal moment where Donald Trump will go back and look at this, where he will, uh, I think you see the polling is going to start to separate now between the two candidates. Of course, the economy, Bidenomics is a failure along with his immigration policies. And then Joe Biden had the audacity to tell reporters that he doesn't have the authority to do the things that he needs to do to enforce so it's it's all the fault of MAGA republicans and the republican party well guess what who controlled congress when he was sworn in a legitimately i might add it was the democrat white house and a democrat congress that's right pelosi had the house schumer had the senate why didn't they get it done then of course because they didn't want to get it done 
They wanted radical open borders policies to transform the nation. And now, of course, in election year, when the polling has gone against them, now they're going to try to blame Republicans. Well, there is an immigration bill over in the House. It's H.R. 2. It's been sitting there for over a year, and Democrats have refused to act. But what do Republicans do? They always screw it up. They uh, This Ukraine funding, Israeli funding stuff, they, they linked it to the border. And now Speaker Johnson saying, we're not going to fund a damn thing until the border is secure, knowing full well that it will never be secure under Joe Biden, who wiped out all of the Trump executive orders and all of successful Trump immigration policies. It's an election year. He didn't give a damn about our borders. He just wants to say that he did something, wants to blame Republicans. So certainly he has the authority. If he has the authority to wipe out all the Trump executive orders, he has the authority to reimpose them. He also has the authority under Article 2, Section 3, to faithfully execute the laws of the United States, which he is failing to do. That's the very reason why Alejandro Mayorkas has been impeached. Now they're dragging their feet over the Senate on that as well. So clearly he has the authority. Joe Biden is a liar. He is a prevaricator. He's a professional um, plagiarizer, and he spent 50 years being wrong on every single issue out there today. You think I'm kidding? Go back to Bill Clinton back in the... Uh, in the late 90s, right around 1995, 96, when he was talking about the illegal alien problem, he got it. He knew what the issue was. In fact, he signed the bill that was passed by Congress in 1996 uh, that uh, the Immigration and Naturalization Act uh, that uh, prohibits uh, these illegal aliens from coming into this country. So it certainly has the, the authority, but he's just lying to people. Of course, these reporters don't know enough to challenge him on it, to call him on it at the time. Uh, of course, it's usually a hit-and-run uh, interview or comment to begin with. Now I want to read to you um, something from the United States uh, Federal Code. Uh, 8 U.S. Code, Section 1327, aiding or assisting certain aliens to enter. Here's what it says. Any person who knowingly aids or assists any alien inadmissible under Section 1182A2, insofar as an alien inadmissible under such such section has been convicted of an aggravated felony or 1182A3 uh, of this title to enter the United States or who connives or conspires with any person or persons to allow, procure, or permit any such alien to enter the United States shall be fined under Title 18 or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. That's federal code. You cannot aid uh, or a bet. You cannot aid or assist illegal aliens to enter into this country. And that's exactly what we have the president and his cabinet doing. Now, again, you can't charge the president criminally uh, for this because these are actions he's undertaking in office, something that Donald Trump is arguing, the other reason why he shouldn't be charged with J6 nonsense. And the Supreme Court's going to take that up and rule on that later this year. So I'm not advocating that Biden be criminally charged at this point or Mayorkas. There is a punishment for uh, refusing to uphold your constitutional oath. That is impeachment and conviction of impeachment removal from office. But of course, that's not going to happen in the Senate where the Democrats are aiding and abetting this illegal immigration as well. Now, they also should be removed. Because I think if you are not going to uphold your constitutional oath, if you're going to violate your, your sworn duty, to me, that's, that's treasonous behavior. And that's certainly, again, uh, for treason, for bribery, high crimes and misdemeanors, that is a political 
punishment. Now, once you leave office and you commit crimes, it's something entirely different. But I do want to point out there are those people that you can charge uh, criminally, those who are knowingly, intentionally aiding and abetting uh, under this code, assisting certain aliens enter the United States. And they would be uh, the airlines, the bus companies. Um, the hotels where they were being held up, the NGOs, the non-government organizations uh, that Rachel Campos Duffy recently revealed in some of her reportage, faith-based organizations that are aiding and abetting, um, others, other private companies and nonprofits like um, the uh, the Hebrew International or Hebrew Immigrant Assistance uh, Society or services, which is down to the Darien Gap in the jungles of Panama right now, uh, processing, helping to enter, uh, you know, and others. I mean, the Red Cross is down there as well. Uh, so, again, these this, this is all part of the scheme and the plot. Every single one of these private companies and these NGOs should be charged with what? Aiding and abetting and also human trafficking because that's what's going on. You have women and children and others that are being trafficked for human trafficking, for drug trafficking, for sex trafficking. Uh, that's the deal. They, they cut with the cartels to pay their way into the United States. And these people know it. They're aiding and abetting in the, the, the violation of our immigration laws and in human and uh, sex trafficking. And they should be prosecuted. Unfortunately, we have a, um, a complete eunuch as the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland. And unfortunately, we don't have any kind of leadership out of the White House as well. So we're not going to see this change until uh, 249 days from now when Donald Trump wins uh, the 5 November election in record uh, number, maybe even win the popular vote, and then is sworn in on January 20, 2025, and those first executive orders. And I think something else, he should go further. I think he should, and uh, whether he starts saying this on the campaign stump or whether he waits until January, I think uh, former President Trump, 45, when he becomes 47, should declare that illegal aliens who come into this country and murder and kill, uh, either intentionally or unintentionally, are eligible for the federal death penalty. They, we need to have a deterrent uh, for them when they uh, they do come in illegally. Two, I think all of the previous entities that i named should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law for breaking our immigration laws and for aiding and abetting and the trafficking of human beings for sex and drug trafficking purposes and then i think this will have to be the largest deportation operation in history take those eighty-seven thousand irs agents and turn them into border patrol agents u.s marshals whatever you have to do uh, to round up those that have violated our laws uh, Chinese military-age males, terrorists, and others, and uh, and find them, track them down, find them, and then uh, deport them, uh, get them out of this country, and then finish that wall completely, uh, and uh, not only the physical wall, but a virtual wall as well. And I think Donald Trump is going to do that. I think he's capable of doing it, and it's what we need to do to secure our border so we can once again uh, have our sovereignty and not be worried about What's going to happen in the near future when uh, when Democrats? You got to get these people out because they're future Democrat uh, voters, because some of them already been caught of, of voting uh, illegally in Arizona and uh, and in other states as well. So there you have it, and I think that's what we need to do. And if you agree, then uh, what you need to do is go out and work hard uh, to send America First candidates, MAGA uh, candidates, and Donald Trump back into the White House. 
uh, come 5 November 2024. Remember, we always have to fight hard to stay free. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us here on the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots, the Casey Commentary Battle uh, of the Border. Back on Tuesday with another full episode. It'll be a Super Tuesday edition of the show as we cover all the latest races. Until then, enjoy your weekend and fight hard to stay free.